Hey oh Aw you took <laughs> You <laughs> You son of a bitch. You took it. Well go ahead, host. <laughs> I'm well, waiting. Welcome to uh yet another episode of the Best Friends Discuss Podcast. Uh my name is Pidgeotto. Who sweet Alabama boy. <laughs> You asked, you asked for this. I'm, I'm back, baby. I'm back. How do you know? Because I'm here. He's in black. Ooh. Nice. Hey, who who else is here with him? Uh, I believe uh, Boo Radley is and uh, Ray Ray. Oh. Yeah, that's how this podcast is going to go. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't touch me. All right. Like Gage... The host of the show, the hostess with the mostest, has said, we're here with another episode. What? Come up on the mic? Yep. How about you say come up on the mic? Oh yeah, sorry, I am the host. Hey, come oh. up on the mic. Okay. Y- yes, Gage. So, we had an idea for a podcast. I found a list that somebody made of rules to teach your son. And Brad, as a person who has kids, engage. Who is a person that might have kids. Who, yeah, may have little gaijos running around. Little pidgeys, if you will, uh, <laughs> running around. And myself having no kids. We'll see. So, I will read the list. One by one. one we are going to gauge if these are good or not. Yes. Not you, Gage. So, without further ado, by the way, do you want to know the name of the guy who wrote this? Might as well. His name is Radon Wrecker. Love the pen name. Maybe it's not a pen name. It's, it's absolutely his real name. Eh, it still could be a pen name. Alright, so, rules to teach your son. Or, I guess, child, but I think... I think it's geared more towards... Yeah. Boys. Boys. Yeah. But hey, don't let that affect you, little little ones. It's 2019. Yeah. Gage Gage claims he's a woman all the time. Hence your uh, your Halloween costume, like from the last episode, bearded lady. As I say, we already went over this. Yeah, I know. Thanks for bringing I, it back up. You're welcome. Thanks for taking my hosting job. So, num- rule number one: never shake a man's hand sitting down. I agree with this one. I agree if you can help it. If yes. If you're in a like if you had a child, like if you're holding your child, you probably aren't going to like stand up to Well, you I, can still stand up for that, but if you're stuck in a wheelchair, yes, it's <laughs> down. Okay. <laughs> Way darker than what I was going with that. I figured but, that was obvious. <laughs> but we've all met that person that gets really close really fast. Yes. You know, you're like Oh, nice to meet you, Josh. And he's already in your face, and you can't stand up because he's too close. For like, if your yeah. chair's not movable yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So as long as you can help it. Yeah. Try not to shake a man's hand. No. Recording podcast. What's that sound? <laughs> Gage, this next rule, I have you in mind for. Oh, God. Don't enter a pool 
by the stairs. Oh, absolutely not. Power moves all the way. Yeah. It, I feel like it shows dominance over the pool. But you can't, like, you can't... I'm not a flip guy either. Like, I can do a backflip and front flip into a pool, but that's not the power move, because a lot of people can do a flip. Yeah. But only the true, the true, can swan dive into the best night of their lives. Old Spice. Sponsor. Please sponsor us. We would love you. Um, Get Terry Crews on. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that the flips are okay. Never the stairs, but if you're going to go in... Dude, let's be honest. If you're going through the stairs, you're going to look like the biggest bitch. Because you're going to creep in, and you're not, once you get... Even if you get past your waist as a guy, you still don't want to go the rest of the way in. Yeah. Quickly, at least. Yeah, because get you're like, oh, way. it's cold, or it's but, hot. Yeah, just like, run, jump as high as you can, and spread them wings, and then just bomb the pool. And fly away. Yeah. And then bomb the pool. Like Fly a, away so you can get higher above the and pool. And then you can shit in the pool like a pigeon. No. Like a like No, a don't do it. <laughs> Alright. So, third rule. The man at the barbecue grill is the closest thing to a king. To a king? To a king. king. He is the king. Yeah. Yeah. A man at the barbecue grill is the closest thing to a king. You say king kind of weird. King. There's Go. a G at the yeah. end. Yeah. King. 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 Okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> king. Um, king and queen. King and queen. Yeah, you know, I would... I could agree... Yeah, I could agree with this. Um, but you wish it was you barbecuing? Well, no, not necessarily. Everyone has to have their turn. You can't be the only person barbecuing all the time. Depends if it's in your domain or not. Right. Um, but that's what makes you, I think, king. You know, is if you're barbecuing, you're probably in your own fucking backyard. Yeah. Grilling and having friends over, you're the king. Yeah. Your friends bring you beers. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't fuck up my steak dinner, dairy. Okay? Yeah. I feel like this was given to his son as a different reason, though. As in, when I'm king, stop fucking bothering me. Go to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be a father right now because I'm, I'm a king. Yeah. Kinga. 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 No, there's no A at the end. Kinga. King. King. I heard there was a little snap in the back of your throat that time. I, okay. I thought you had it. I. This is how I've said king all the time. But now I'm thinking, I'm saying it like K-E-E-N. Yeah, that's uh, so what it sounds like. King. King. Yeah. But to me, I'm saying king. <laughs> this is nonsense for an audio podcast. <laughs> anyway, listen, when I'm barbecuing, I'm a king, okay? I'm just a love machine. Love machine. Okay, rule number four. In a negotiation, never make the first offer. I don't agree with that one. I think it's okay to compromise and maybe... Bring up the offer you want, like okay, so, like a pay raise kind of. So thing. let's let's we gotta we gotta set a setting here. Okay, set the mood. Are we bow, the one? Bow. So it, it, in a negotiation, are we are we gonna assume this is a criminal negotiation? Like we like, got hostages, like a hostage situation. Are you saying the negotiator with Samuel L. Jackson and Kevin Spacey? Are you saying like that kind of situation? Well, I mean that among like hundreds of others. Okay, yeah. 
but yeah, like a hostage situation. Well, I'm pretty sure that's uh, in a hostage situation. That's like the number one rule is you wait for their demands. But I'm saying like I'm I'm thinking more of like a job offer or not a job offer, but like a pay raise. Like I, I go to my boss and I go, hey, I want a raise. It says never be the one to make the first offer. Exactly. Yeah. But how how does so that's what I'm saying. If you have to apply this rule to a real life situation that it works in, right? Your situation about the boss thing that doesn't work there because you were coming to him first. Exactly. But I if, think he's right. What he's saying is, you got to have the negotiation, and to have a nego- once you're in that negotiation, you have to be the first one. So if I go to my boss and say I want to raise, you don't wait for your boss to come back and go. How about 50 cents? Because if you're waiting for him, his ass is going, he ain't talking about it again. I ain't giving him shit. Okay, that's fair. So I think there, it just depends on the setting. Yeah, the it, situation. It could sway both ways. So in a normal, you know, nine to five, you know, maybe corporate environment, then yes, be the first one to give your demands. Yeah. But I think in, in more of like cops and robbers and a criminal mind and... You should be the one to give your demands. Yeah, so when you're holding a person hostage, you should give their demands first, right? <laughs> is that what you're saying? You okay. heard it here first, people. Um, Gage is going to hold up a group of people, apparently. What? What? Hold on. Uh, side note. What would your demands be if you had a hostage of, like, ten people, Gage? Ten people? Yeah, ten people. And I could get successfully get anything and get away with it. Yeah, Beyond reason, yeah. Like, you can't just be like, give me Beyonce. But if you were like, give me a helicopter with enough gas to get yeah, me to, get, to... To get the hell out of Dodge. Give, give me this money. Give me uh, M&M's, but only the green ones for some weird reason, you know? You know, what would your, what would your negotiations be? Hmm. That's an interesting question. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Brad, negotiations? What, what would be... Also, what would be an absurd negotiation? Like, it's a dumb question to ask. Both bring of us. me a prosthetic foot, like wow, rocket, went, like Guardians of the Galaxy shit, like right rocket. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, if I'm gonna escape with I these mean, hostages, no, I, I, I need if, a prosthetic. If you're asking leg. for something ridiculous, that's honestly like Easy. you're in the bank and you're at, you know, you got ten people there. They ask you what your demands are, and you like, go M1 Abrams. Like, <laughs> I I want a I want an above ground pool full of Jello and strippers, and then give me three hours. As okay. the negotiator, I would give that to you, but just to fuck with you, nothing but male strippers. Ooh, but also <laughs> you did not specify. Also, you at said, all. You said, all right, well, you just lost three hostages. <laughs> yeah, worth it for the you know. Your face at that point when you see him. You're not going to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> locked up in a damn barricade. Ashton Kutcher comes out and he goes, Pumped ya. Like, <laughs> like you just got got. Side side note. Uh-huh. Fun fact, I have kind of met Ashton Kutcher. Hey. Yeah. Did he save you from sex trafficking? No. Oh. No, he, Go was, on, he was drunk at Stagecoach. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And I met Mila Kunis with him. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. 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 I agree. She's just not there for me. She's not, like, up there for me. She is hot. She's just not. 
She's not dumb in real life. No, no, she's a she's genius. very intelligent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it's it's the smile and the eyes, man. Yeah, it's they deceiving. Just, they get you. All right. So yes, negotiate. That's our advice. Oh, okay. Don't listen to this guy, right? Yeah, I would say this is two out of three majority vote. I would say this rule, feel it out. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, feel it out. So number five. Request the late checkout. I'm guessing that is me. Absolutely. Hotel. Yes. Absolutely. All the, yes. Time. All the time. Late checkout. Early check-in, late checkout. Well, depending on if you are going to... If you're going to be there early, yeah, obviously request early check-in. But the late checkout, whether you need it or not... It's always good. Is always better to have it than not have it. So, real quick, as the first five rules, do you think these are solid rules? Or would you... So far, he's on yeah. track. Or... And, and I do think, I do think you know, as we're kind of getting into them, maybe they're not all necessarily based, like, on your son. Yeah. We're... Yeah. I mean, some of them are. This... The guy mainly made the list to kind of show, like, how, how his kids should be brought up to be a well-mannered, respected Individual. member of the society yeah. kind of thing. It okay. wasn't like, like a... Uh, sexist, demeaning. Well, no, 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 no. Kind of yeah, thing. He I, just. It was more of like, this is how I want my son to see the world. Maybe he doesn't have a daughter. It. Yeah. Also, so that's that just too. how he's writing. Well, he the, felt it out. The picture at the end is him and his son walking uh, away from the camera. So, it is or kinda... it's just a random guy <laughs> and his son that he pulled off Google. I, yeah, I, I would like to that. think it's not because, tell me the that that guy. Does not look like a radon wrecker. No, he doesn't. I mean, he is kind of swole, but I love he is how there's just it's just gravel and fence and barbed wire. That honestly, it looks like like a road show. Like he's going to like the. See, you know why you're right. Because there's a Ferris wheel in the background. <laughs> I am right. Yeah, it's a state fair. So, yeah. so whatever. Uh, point one, me. Thank you. Thank rule you. rule number six. Uh, rule number six. When entrusted with a secret, keep it. I agree. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with that one. I'm horrible at that one. Yeah, yeah. That's... I love how you agree with it and you don't follow that. So. I I try to. I keep the I keep the important shit. Okay, like the time that. <laughs> Atta boy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I would agree this agree with this to an extent. Like I would say, like I'd give it like an eighty-five to ninety percent rating. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really just depends on what the impact of this secret could have on someone else that might possibly be your friend's life or whatever. Exactly. Like, if I tell somebody, like, hey, I have a crush on this girl, and that person is friends with that person, maybe don't mention it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, fill out the situation, but if I'm like... You help that friend get with the person they're into. Yeah. that That's a true friend. That's what bro does. Yeah, that's... Or mm -hmm. brodet. Brodet? Like Toad Dead? Did you know <laughs> Go on. that Toad uh -huh. is my go-to Mario character on any Mario game? Okay, side note. Why? Dude, Toad's the because fucking of, goat. Because of how he sounds? Hey, guys! No, he's that, the goat. wasn't it at all. He's no. literally a walking hallucinogenic. Okay, that's why. Brad, who's your uh, main Nintendo character? It's for... For Mario Kart, yeah, it's absolutely it's Toad or Koopa Troopa. Ooh, don't agree with that, but Toad, yeah, absolutely. You guys are wrong. Love it. Okay, it's, it's DK. It's, yeah, it's I already Donkey saw that. Donkey Kong. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're the motherfucker in yeah, Smash Bros. Yeah, you're the slow-ass piece of shit that's behind us because we can fucking take off the line. Yeah, but I... I... He's also the guy that can flatten us even if he just hits us. <laughs> Which kind of sucks <laughs> and it's such a bullshit rule. Yeah, but... all I need is a mushroom. Which is your head. <laughs> Which one? Ooh. <laughs> I wasn't talking about the poison mushroom. Hey, uh, But DK is also Drift King. Don't forget that. Yeah, in a whole different franchise. Yeah. <gasps> well, actually, a multitude of other franchises, but... I have a great idea for Crossless Streams. But we'll keep that. We'll get there. Number seven. Number seven. My phone turned off. <laughs> So, yeah, I do agree with the keep the secrets, but, you know, if it's if it's not that big, it's yeah. okay to let it slip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could tell you a story of how I let one slip. Uh, a, a friend I know who was pregnant at the time was going to wait to tell uh, certain people, and one of them being uh, another friend, and I let it slip that she was pregnant. I felt really bad about that but it's out in the air i couldn't take it back i feel so bad it was it was over something stupid too uh she was eating uh chicken nuggets spicy chicken nuggets and i was like are you sure you can have that and, and somebody goes why can't she have that i was like oh because of the because of the and then i just froze and she she just goes thanks mike i go what and she goes blah 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 i'm pregnant i'm like oh Shit. Yeah, it was. I, I fucked. I, uh, by the way, why couldn't you have spicy chicken nuggets? I don't know. Upsets you think the baby? Give the baby gas? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Isn't it's that just spicy? It's like, all right, cool. I might have a little bit more indigestion than usual. But... Isn't, isn't that where burps come from? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> number eight. Number, s- <laughs> number seven. Don't rush me. Uh,. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. I like that. See, I... I... No. Disagree. Really? Yeah. Why? Disagree. Go ahead. Go uh, on. Because the number one people they should be looking up to is going to be, like, for your son, dad. For your girl, mom. They don't need to put them so high up on a pedestal that but... they're a demagogue that they can never reach. But also think about it this way, you know, if you're telling them to put put your heroes on, hold them to a higher standard, that is forcing yourself to as a parent standard. to display an image and reputation that would live up to the standard that their child with this huge imagination. You're doing that anyways, though. Okay. You're going to try, yeah. Okay. I okay. So how about I? I'm on the fence here. Okay. So I guess I guess I have to win you over, and Brad has to win you over. So I come have here, Gage. Come here, Gage. <laughs> come here. It's not how you get a bird. Um, <laughs> because you're Pidgeotto. Yeah, you gotta laugh at yourself. Uh, <laughs> I would say hold your heroes to a realistic standard. Exactly. Because we're all human, but I think. This advice changes from your age group. Okay, I see what you mean. I yeah. think as a child, hold your heroes to a higher standard. You know, like, make sure that they are, you know, keep them in line. Okay, I have a question then. Gage, are you close to your dad? No. Okay, 
Brad, are you close to your dad? Absolutely. Okay. I've never met my dad. You have met your dad, right? Yeah. Okay, and you also have a stepdad, right? Yep. Okay, so you have two father figures. One of them not in your life, the other one is fairly in your life. Yeah. Brad, have, you have only one dad. I have no, none. I, I've never known my dad. But one of the things I've always done is I've always tried to be better than him. Because I don't know him and I know stories about him. But you know what he hasn't done for you. Exactly. So I... He's, it's a classic he, tale. He's not my hero. I would never say that. But he drives me to be yeah. better he's than He's your driving him. force. Exactly. Yeah. So if even... I wouldn't say just your heroes, but put people up to a higher standard. Because I am the person I am because of the family members I have, but also the fact that I've never known my dad, and I strive every day to be better than him. Then put everyone at a high, a realistically yeah. higher expectation. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. No, you don't want to like, put them to that untangible goal that they're they're, they're, they're literally never going to succeed, and they're just going to eventually disappoint you. Yeah, they'll fail. Which is just going to put you in a bad, depressed state and make you a worse person. I, no, okay. I, Again, I, this one comes down to so much mindset. In, yeah, yeah. In, it, like I get where everybody's coming from sitting here. But again, I do like your idea of the whole age thing where set your age is different. I think as a kid, hold them up to a higher standard because... It, it, you appreciate them more, I think, yeah. in the long run. Brad, as a kid, did you look up to your dad and go, he's my hero? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, what, that's where I'm kind of getting at is you look up to him, you try to be like him when you're little, and then when you get older, you kind of just go, okay, I'm like my dad... But I could also be better than my dad. See, I think I think a different phrasing on that in in the means of to a child is not going to hold you to an untangible no. expectation because they don't know life. Exactly. They're just going to see you and want to follow you. So that's when you have you have to realize that they're following you, and that you have to set that example for them. And then as your child gets older and does start to gain actual real life knowledge and real world knowledge and that everything's not always fucking bubblegum and rainbows. Oh God. Um, that would love some bubblegum, you know, be an adult, do some cocaine, figure it out. Yeah. But exactly. Realize that we're all human. human. Yeah. Yeah. We fuck up. So, so do we have a clear consensus of, of this? Keep as a kid, keep your heroes to a higher standard like Captain America or your dad. Well, yes. But I think that's going to happen regardless. That's going to happen regardless. What I'm saying is, as you get older, you don't need to keep them at that same level where you're like 16 and you're like, my dad can do no wrong. And then you find out that he fucked up and it just shatters your, like, worldview. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying don't hold them there. They shouldn't be above, like, human standards. That's fine as a kid. You know no better. But there's people that do that now. Right. And that's a bad thing. Do not hold people to that high of a standard. Unless it's Captain America, because Captain America can't, can't do no wrong. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's worthy enough. Mm. Mm. There's also other people that are worthy enough. Yeah? Yeah. Can't, like, like an elevator? That's a Avengers Age of Ultron joke. Yeah. Thank you. I'm just gonna, thank you. All right. 
go to the next rule. Number eight. Number eight. For real this time. Yeah, for real. Return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. Absolutely. You're that son of a bitch, aren't you? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not that son of a bitch. But I'm balling on a fucking budget. I will never return a vehicle. Actually, first of all, fuck this. I don't borrow anyone else's car. Everyone always borrows my truck. Mm -hmm. Because I am that friend. But I will only... So I've got the other side of this. The other perspective. Return it to me where it's at. Where I gave it to you. Okay. Or close. You know what I mean? Like, with, I think that's what they mean more is don't fucking drain it and give it back. So yeah. I, I've, I've borrowed my uncle's car while he was out of town one time. And I didn't return it to him with a full gas tank. Um, but I at least offered him the money uh, to so he could go fill it up. Or just give him some kind of change. But... Granted, I was gonna give him like forty bucks to fill his gas tank, but he he just said, "Now nah, you're good." I, that's acceptable. Yeah, that is acceptable. Yeah. I it, mean, it's acceptable, but I think it's so much better just to do it yourself. I agree. Yeah, do it if you do it yourself. I would always, I'll put the gas. You're gonna drive past a gas station. You yeah. know what I mean. So, but that's what kind of makes both sides of your arguments. No, but what do you mean? <sighs> that's what makes both sides of your arguments legitimate is yeah you at least offered the money and he's gonna drive by a gas station if he really wants the money he can take it for the gas where he works is right by a gas station yeah well that's the problem as a family member or something you're more likely to go yeah i'm not gonna charge him money now also unless they've wronged you too many times and it's that extra gesture of just doing it instead of being like i can pay you because they may have that just initial mindset of it's family I'll let it slide. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I have another question is because like when you go to a gas station and you're getting just regular gas, not diesel or anything like that, there's three, uh, usually three choices like premium, mm-hmm. mid premium, low premium kind of thing. There's normal <laughs> well, gas. And then there's regular like, plus and premium. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, I about? guess. I guess that's more like a, I always go either the middle, which would be mid and then uh, premium. Just ask. It, dude, because if you're returning a car... 90% of people probably put regular gas in their car. Especially newer cars. They have to. Like, mine has to be the lowest grade. See, mm. and that's... I didn't know that. But it's so like... I could have I put the premium but in. But why would you put the premium in there? Because uh, being nice. A little... It does go Going farther. that extra mile, right? It really depends on the car. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> In, okay, Brad. In a vehicle, considering that I'm a person that has two vehicles and one of them gets 13 miles to a gallon and the other again gets like 11 miles to a gallon, yeah, premium does go significantly farther than normal gas. But mine are also a 71 and a 09. You know, yeah. it doesn't have the technological advancements that other cars have. Just ask. Yeah. Because you don't want to mess anything up. And yeah, like but I, in general, anything made after 2010 takes regular, and that's it. Unless didn't know it's that. a sports car. I didn't know that. I seriously did not know that. Yeah. So, so in a way, it's good. Other than when I did borrow the car, I mean, if you I don't know, to, yes, it's good to at least go offer money than anything else. But yeah, and, and I'll it, also say that 
This is, again, this is a feel-it-out rule. Yeah. yeah. I have a 25-gallon fuel tank. It takes me two transactions, if I'm on E, to fill up my gas tank wow. because of the state's requirements. Only lets it go to, like, $70 is the maximum transaction. Really? Of one gas pump. Huh. So I have to end a transaction, re-put my card in, to then continue to fill up my gas tank. So... I I end up. Fuck that. I end up. That. <laughs> I end up accidentally too, not accidentally, like unintentionally. I like usually diesel. put a lot more fuel in friends' cars because when we do switch, you know, it's like they. I expect them to put gas in. I'm still gonna drive to work or whatever. They have it for an extended amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put some gas in their car, and I'm like, yeah, twenty bucks is fine. But it costs me 80 plus to fill up my tank, and they drive a 2014 something, and I just filled up their whole tank on 20 bucks. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I would say most of these rules are just a fill-it-out kind of situation. So, so uh, number nine, play with passion or don't play at all. I like hmm. that. I like it. It's like the... Uh, I feel like it also kind of gives you the, like, uh, are you going to write gay? Ha! Gay! <laughs> <laughs> to paint a picture there, for some reason, there are refrigerator magnets that are the letters on the desk. And, uh, there was a G-A-Y right there. Okay. Not going to happen. <laughs> no, Mike, I'm... you got something to tell me? <laughs> You spelt out me. Me, <laughs> me gay. Sorry. Me gay. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I mean, in general, like. I guess this is a good rule. Play with passion. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of, you can piggyback off this with the work hard, play hard. Yeah. If you're going to work at something, you, you need to have a, maybe not necessarily a passion, but you need to have a drive. Like, you, you want to excel at that thing. And if you're going to excel at work, you got to, Excel at the time you have off. And if you're not going to play with passion, yeah. then why play at all? Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, be passionate in what you want to do. I know I've known football players uh, in high school who just were like, I hate playing football. And it just it kind of takes the, the moment out of the situation. Come up on the mic. You come up on the mic. It just kind of takes the moment out of the situation, but also I feel like with this kind of rule, there's also the like uh, sportsman like I feel like is a thing because if you're not putting energy into the game, mm-hmm. it might make your teammates feel yeah. that you're not your heart isn't there. Well, yeah, that's if you're not all the way in it, then other people aren't going to put their all in. So if if you want your non-professional life to have meaning and substance when you don't put any meaning or substance into it it's not going to happen you're going to put in you're going to get out what you put in yes so play with passion yeah i like that that's a good one now number 10 when shaking hands grip firmly and look them in the eye like this (laughs) oh shit we need to be standing up. Oh, well, see, it's fine as long as you're both sitting. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, when shaking hands, grip firmly and look them in the eye. Do you, yeah, absolutely. Do you do that often? Like, when you shake hands? A hundred percent of the time. You, you, Brad? But not overpowering. 
Yes. That, that you're not, the shit out of you're me. Not, or somebody tries to, like, just do the power move of, like, I'm going to crush your fucking yeah. hand. This or, isn't a pissing contest with yeah. fingers. Yes. There's, unless you're an alien. There's a proper way. When you shake a person's hand... You hit in the in the in the in the webbing. L the webbing. in the webbing in between the pointer finger and the thumb, you you want that to touch before you grip because fuck those guys that hit you early and they get you with the fingertips <laughs> and and you shake like a like you're a dead fish yeah like uh, yeah you hit hit webs hit first yeah like make sure it's like, like you you look you look set. at your hand. You hit the web, you grip, eye contact. Yep, perfect. Right there. And maybe do a little bit of this. No. No? You don't no. like that? Rubbing? Okay. Gay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, but, like, like especially, like... And that doesn't matter, yeah. Girl or, girl or male, doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, like... Maybe, just have a firm... So I'll agree. Maybe, I'll agree. maybe add a, a little, like, twist to it once you shake the hand, you shake the hand... You get, make eye contact. Maybe do a little curtsy. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, that went south. Eleven. <laughs> okay. Number eleven. Don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. That. That's really good. That's deep as shit right wow. there. Yeah. That one came out of... I figured they would get, like, progressively more kind of deeper. Yeah. For a number 11, I don't want to know what 32 Sh- is. Shit, man. Like, that hit me right in feels. <laughs> wow. But, that's really think, good. Of, think about this a wishbone. Uh huh. So, they're mm-hmm. using wishbone as just plainly saying, don't wish where hard work could get you. Exactly. Or, I th- are they saying, literally, don't the shape have a- of a wishbone, don't bend over backwards for. <laughs> For everything and everyone, you have to have a spine sometimes. I think it works either way. Oh my god, you just... (laughs) (laughs) Or, hear me out, the wishbone shape where uh, the spine should be. Like a malformation. Number 12! (laughs) That's basically what I said. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know, don't bend over backwards. Okay. If you need... Number 12. If you need music on the beach, you're missing the point. No. No. Really? Because here's my thing. Music is a lot to me. And it really can like set my mood. Yes. It can really dictate. I could have a shit day at work. And I get in my truck and I can turn on some music. And depending on what that first song is, if I there's been times where I would drive all the way home in complete and total silence... That's because, like, the first song that just happened to come on shuffle wasn't a banger. You know, it's like, versus I get in my truck, and I always start, like, driving before I um, Bluetooth my phone and all that stuff. So I kind of, I start backing up, pull forward, hit the Bluetooth, connect on my phone, open up Spotify, and just kind of let it do whatever it's doing. And my night's going to be not absolute... I wouldn't say it's going to be shit, but it's not going to be an amazing night unless I am, like, windows down, belting some music, and just screaming on my way out of work, having the time of my life. I know that that, the rest of my day, the mood is set, and I'm going to have an amazing night and be able to fully unwind from work and, and truly enjoy being around my friends versus, like, hello, darkness, my old friend kicks on right as I leave work. I'm Aww. like, all right, well, I'm going to sit at home and... 
cry and drink myself and masturbate with my tears for the rest of the night. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> after and right after the, uh, "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend," uh, the next song is "One Is the Loneliest Number." It just really, really turns that that mm-hmm. knife in your heart kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Those are the only Music. two songs I I own. <laughs> and I understand where they're coming from, which is you shouldn't need music to have a good time. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I understand where they're coming from. But it helps. But I think the other part of it is, when you're looking at it from like a deeper level than that, mm-hmm. it's okay to need help every now and again. It's Damn. okay to not be okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, but, like, to, to add on that, like, and I'm not also, like, if I am at the beach, I am not blasting music so that I can't talk to my people. It is, it is strictly background. Yeah. yeah. Ambiance, if you will. Yeah, I mean, you know? when we went to Loon Lake, we had music. That, yeah. that, tr- the hike alone would have been really boring because, you know, we're mainly, like, huffing and puffing, climbing up a mountain. I was smoking cigarettes the whole time. Yeah, huffing and puffing. Uh, <laughs> and so, okay. the music would have helped a lot. Like, honestly, the what did we hike? Four miles? Yeah. Uh, there? And it took us, what, an hour? Hour and a half? Maybe two? Closer and, to two, the, on the way there. And <clears throat> it honestly didn't feel like it because we had music to distract ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, it's I agree with it. But it's also fine to have said music. Yeah. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Feel it out. Feel it out. When in doubt, feel it out. Stop touching me. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Number 13. This will be interesting. Carry two handkerchiefs. The one in your back pocket is for you. The one in your breast pocket is for her. Now, granted, you probably have to be wearing like a like a nice suit, but I get no. what he's meaning. In, my in this. even even to this day, like my grandfather, he'll have like a short sleeve button up or a short sleeve polo, and a lot of his clothing has a breast pocket mm-hmm. um, that he'll keep his. Well, he usually keeps his handkerchief in his back pocket. Yeah. Um, but I would assume that the other one would go in his breast pocket. I I do have to say I kind of feel like it's more of like. You know when you're working on a car and you have like a rag in your back pocket so you can wipe your hands off and mm-hmm. stuff? Uh, I feel like that's more of like like the dirty work. Like you use that because it's, you know, by your ass. And then you keep the, uh, the other pristine handkerchief or rag somewhere cleaner. Well, yeah, I think it's just kind of like a, an old school play on how a man should treat a woman. He's like a guy, you only have so many pockets. And obviously, you're going to put the pocket, the handkerchief in the pocket that's for your woman mm-hmm. is in the place that's going to be least disturbed, least chance of it getting dirty or anything like that other than if she needed it. Yeah. Because and- the depiction of man is down and dirty and you you want to try to keep your woman safe and... Protected. And- protected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's just kind of like a play on words there. Honorary mm-hmm. protector. Mm-hmm. That's... Uh, Gage's next band name, Honorary Protector. Uh, I do also have to say that... What I have to say is we're not in the fucking 80s anymore. Give up the fucking 
handkerchief. All right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what an astute observation, Brad. Jesus. I really, I, I this think, is an old timey looking. I think. Oh, and when one. I when I say grandfather, just so everyone knows, I'm talking about Grandpa Jack. Grandpa Black Jack. Twenty Two, baby. Um, he's still. I just saw him not too long ago. Uh, like maybe a month, month and a half ago, uh, down in Florida, and he uh, still. He like we left. He's like, hey, could you run back up to the room and grab my handkerchief out of my suitcase? He still carries a handkerchief. Um, Classic grandpa. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of yeah. the, the age. But I think it's what you now, it's take not. it mentally as. You know, I think it's kind of more the metaphor nowadays in 2019 than the actual act. Yeah, that's sexist of you. No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. It's sexist of you to say that that's sexist of me. Did you just assume my gender? <laughs> Did you just assume if Gage is sexist? All right. I mean, obviously. Rule number 14. This is kind of generic, I feel like. You marry the girl, you marry her family. I feel like that's obvious. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Well, no. See, I would say that's... I have a different outlook on that. Here we go. Marry the girl, fuck the family. <laughs> you don't not actually... Not that way. You don't, right? I know. Oh my god, I'm I saw sorry. that look. I'm sorry, I'm not sober. Uh, Gage's ears First place my mind perked up. By the way, guys, you got it. Here is non-sober Gage. I talked about it so much last time. You're getting it. Yeah, we bought Um, him a lot of alcohol. No, I brought myself a lot of alcohol. Like I said, we we can't afford it. Yeah, (laughs) we can't. We can't. We can't afford to to feed a village (laughs) with alcohol. Um, You're like a Viking. So I think that really just depends on the family. You know, it's like if you, my family is an extremely open family. Close, and, yeah. And we all talk to each other about everything. Like me and my mom, we are so close it's dumb. Like we took a road trip a few years back. And on the road trip, my mother and I talked about how many people we have slept with. Like we just what? have a, we have a super, o- we're all open with each other. There's nothing to hide. Well, maybe there's a story. Maybe too, uh, maybe too open. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean you, you, I have a mom tattoo. We'll get to that later. Uh, of course but you, you know, it's like versus my girlfriend now, her family is nothing like that. You know, it's like we both just spent two months at home mm-hmm. or a month and a half, two months at home. You know, it's like my family asked about my girlfriend all the time. No, uh, I would say it, at least every other day versus the whole time while she was home wearing my sweater around the house. <gasps> her, I know, right? It should have been with you. Um, I don't think her family asked really, other, maybe the, other than her little brothers, but like her, her parents didn't ask about me really once. You know, it's like, so I think if, if our relationship were to progress, you know, she would be marrying my family, but I wouldn't be marrying hers. Because you're a mama's boy? No. And she's not a daddy's girl? See, I think it's the opposite. I don't think it's you're marrying the girl, you're marrying the family. I think the family needs to get on board. It's not your job to convert yourself to them. Because if they're a piece of shit... I don't convert, I convince. But that's Ooh. basically what it's... Did you the... write this? Are you Ray Don Wrecker? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of the... I what they that. kind of look at with that phrase. That well, phrase is meant for you to kind of conform to that style of thinking. So can I also say one other thing? I feel like it's also the the person you're marrying's 
how she or he is with their family, how they interact with their family. Because mm-hmm. there's there's women I know who are not close with their family members and like ones where they haven't spoken to each other in ten years, kinda of, kinda of thing. So that's kinda of where like, hey, you don't need to worry about the family. Mm-hmm. Or or a girl I was seeing, her parents aren't alive and so you know you don't have to worry about her family because she doesn't have any as morbid as that is it's because they all died in a fiery car it's not just that though oh boy all right are we talking about the same person by the way (laughs) i just i think this this is a this is one of the more opinionated opinion based questions or statements that we've had thus far by radon wrecker yeah i really like that name it's a pin name. There's no way it's not a pin name. It's also uh If it's not a pin name, his parents, oh, he better literally be just bowing down to them because yeah. they set him up for life. It's also lit uh, what's the literary? Yeah, where it's RR. Oh. Like Peter Parker. I can't remember what that's called. Illiterate. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you are. <laughs> so yeah, um number 15. Be like a duck. Remain calm on the surface and paddle like crazy underneath. That's interesting because it's kind of saying like, be calm, calm, cool, and collected. Yeah, calm on face value, but if you need to panic on the inside, like don't. I, I would say it's. I kind of feel like he's saying like, don't, don't have ex- a tell. Don't express your emotions. I wouldn't, because you see a duck moving eventually. You know what I mean, like. Eventually, you will see the upper half of a duck struggling if it's really trying to get somewhere. I just think on a day-to-day life, what? Like when you throw a rock at a duck and you nail it in the head and it just kind of just slowly, his head goes into the water. No, that's... I that's don't know from experience. Murder. It's not murder. Of a duck. You're a murderer. Are you, murderer! Are you quackified? Okay. I really just think this kind of... <laughs> I think it's just one of those things, like on a day-to-day basis, be calm, cool, and collected. You know, handle your problems in a... I don't know the best way. You can. Yeah, just handle handle everything on a day-to-day basis as best as you can. And if people have to see a struggle, that's just a part of life. Struggle. But if they don't have to, don't let them. Like when you take a bird and you put it into a... I'm done. No, I'm done with this. sack. No, no. Number 16. Oh my god. By the way, okay. I think we should name everything off of animals right i think that would be fantastic just like live your life like a hyena laugh at everything and scavenge with your friends you know you know what this is great you know what that may be a future episode of the podcast if this gets popular we'll do that okay okay all right 16 all right 16 experience the serenity of traveling alone Wow. All right. That really stumped <laughs> all of us. So, I mean, the only thing I can think of is you guys are talking about songs. Uh, one. <laughs> one is the loneliest number. Yeah. So it kind of. I know about it. So I did, when I moved here, I had a 14 hour drive by myself through B motherfucking F.E. Yeah. Bumfuck Egypt. No, I'm talking no cell phone service. It was over 100 degrees. And I'm not the kind of guy that runs my AC. Like, windows, this is when I used to smoke. So, like, windows down. I bought a whole carton of hundreds. I was prepared for this 14 hours. Like, I had two gallons of water in the passenger seat and my carton of cigarettes, and that's all I needed. And then my music. You know, windows down, 
wind through the hair, if you will, jacket over the legs so my legs didn't get sunburnt. And there were ups and downs of that trip. You know, there's obviously times towards the end of the night that it was miserable. And one is the loneliest number in the world. But there were times when I had zero cell phone service and I was going through, you know, valleys and mountains that it was just perfect. Yeah. And you kind of like appreciated it a little bit more. I would I would say this is more me of like you can manage it alone kind of thing where you don't need to have somebody there. You with can you. have somebody, but they're not needed. Yeah, they're not needed. You as an individual person, I, yeah, I mean, strong enough. Could you imagine I if like we that. if we went to Loon Lake and we drove three separate vehicles and we just drove there to me at the same spot, but at different times? So like you hiked up, Brad. You hiked up at like uh, in the morning. Then Gage hiked up in the afternoon and I came in in the evening. See, it would be it, miserable. See, if that was all the same day, that would have been shit. But if we went like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so someone's already been up there for a couple days. Oh, I would have fun with that. I would it, leave It would be fun because it would be, be kind of cool. Like, Yeah, yeah but, and that's, that's that's our friendship. we would fuck with each other. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> I'd be like hanging a Mike Wazowski nailed to a tree up the <laughs> pathway so that when you came up, you just really go, oh, fuck no. Here we go. Or, see, you know, or it's like piss on the campfire. Or just to see, like, what kind of camp that, as the third person coming up, what kind of camp has the other two people built in the last two to three days? Yeah, and we've seen your handiwork. <laughs> that was a group collective. You told us what to do. Not necessarily. I don't remember. <laughs> we remember. Yeah. Petridge Farms remembers. All right. Next one? Yeah. Or do you need another alcoholic no. beverage? Water. I don't know if he means beer or, or actual water. Like water, like Coors Light is water or water water. I don't want to go to the next one without Oh my God, here. then give it to me. I'll read it. No, because this one is perfect of what we were already talking about. Uh, He's right there. Okay. So I can read it. Okay. I'm, hey. <laughs> Back off the mic. All right. Number 17, never be afraid to ask out the best-looking girl in the room. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. As the shy fucking guy, don't fucking do it. Be a man and get out there and ask. Okay. See, I did this once, and it didn't work for me. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. In the sixth grade. <laughs> um, I gave this girl, her name was Peyton. She loved Minnie Mouse. And I had this little uh, Minnie Mouse like glass kind of sculpture. It's probably plastic. Who knows? I don't even know where I got it. And he I gave it, it from to her earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he got it from his mom. So went up to her at whatever recess or whatever it was in the sixth grade. Didn't work out so well for me. Got rejected in front of like the whole sixth grade. But is this quote referring to possibly being taught a life lesson? Because look at me now. Either way, we're I say go for it. We're yeah. looking at Gage right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, I agree with it. I mean, what's the worst case scenario? She says no. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Rejection rejection is a a, a okay thing. Not yeah. a lot of people get that. Is rejection is okay. Yeah, it's a part of life. Yeah, you need to get over it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was something I didn't really learn, and I wish I did. And see, sooner we were talking earlier about punching above our weight class. <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know if we want to get into that no. okay i agree does not hurt to go ass out a, the best looking girl yeah. because it's also who says it's it's the best looking girl in the room 
It could just be who you think is the best looking well, girl. Well, obviously. Well, is it though? Yes, it is. Because obvious. if you have because two dick of a friends <laughs> and your what you think looks good is going to be completely different. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But absolutely do it. Yeah. Absolutely do it. By the way, now that you you bring this up that you uh, as a shy guy haven't maybe we should try this out. <laughs> maybe that's just me being mean, but you know whatever. All right. game. Number 18. But can I tell a real quick story about Gage that I love and it reminds me of this? Gage and I went on a Friends 21 run and we were meeting them downtown. Gage already pre-gamed. I'm not a drinker, so I didn't. I had a milkshake with gummy worms in it. <laughs> Gage has pictures. But anyway, we so we were walking downtown and Gage was smoking at the time and he sees these two girls outside of this bar and it was the coolest thing I've seen Gage ever do. He flicks his cigarette. He takes one last puff off of his cigarette, flicks it out of range, and then walks up to these two girls and just starts chatting them up. And suddenly, I, no Gage to my left, and Gage with these two girls. It was an amazing thing. He just, and then he just was a hello leaf. It was great. Kind of remember that. Name. He he offered her them his handkerchief. It was it was a classy move. Grandpa Jack would be proud. He would. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next rule. Number 18. Never turn down a breath mint. Yeah. That's rude. I disagree. I turn down breath mints all the time. Okay. Like okay. Mint. That's our fucking profession. And, <laughs> and just kind of like how it rolls with how he rolls. You get breath mints all the time. But I think, I think for something as little and dumb as... A, I would get turning down a piece of gum... But it's a breath mint. What's it going to do? It's going to be in your mouth for like two minutes maximum. Also, or if you put it in your mouth and just start chewing it. Whatever. Or, or you could just toss it. Like just take it to be kind. But also... Hit the... Hit the... Hit the... You turn your head sideways and, and it goes like... <laughs> <laughs> flying past your head. Why yeah. even take it? Because well, it's rude. Also, maybe... Maybe... Maybe they actually smell your breath. Rule number yeah. 19. Don't worry about being fucking rude. Whoa. <laughs> How did you know? Number 19. Don't worry about being fucking rude. That's for you. <laughs> but I agree with Gage. Maybe maybe it's like maybe they got a hint of your breath and they're trying to be polite without just being like, hey, man, you got bad breath. Or, or maybe, they just instead learn to fucking brush your teeth. <laughs> or maybe, maybe they even just like, maybe they didn't even catch a hint of your breath. They caught a hint of something and they're like, fuck, maybe this is my boy Brad's breath. Dude, you need a breath mint? Here you go. Yeah. You know, like, you what if eating? it's just like someone trying to get your back and you're telling them to fuck off? Have you been to eating the booty like groceries? <laughs> <laughs> and not Oreos as a learned that you don't like Oreos? All right. Number 19. A sport coat is worth a thousand words. I don't agree with that. A sport coat is worth a thousand words. Again, we're not... We don't live in that society. Yeah. At least not here. Now, do you think... I, I say... I, I agree with this. I do actually agree with this. You, so, okay, real quick. I agree with it, but I don't... It's just not what we would Are you saying, like, a sport as. coat is the, like, over jacket where you, like, you have the no. vest and stuff? Or It's you, just a... It's a blazer. Sport coat. Okay. Yeah. A, a dress... It's a dress... I, I think you should own one. You should... A man should always own a three-piece suit. Yes. For any occasion. Mm -hmm. Funeral. I literally have but, a wedding. But I do agree that it's worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. Because there's a difference 
it's kind of like going to a job interview and shirts in like a tank top and shorts and just being like what's up homie compared to dressing up even fairly nice with slacks and a nice button-up shirt nice and tie. how are you doing sir uh, I'd like to interview for this job. Like, there's a completely different way that you present yourself, mm -hmm. and it does. It 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 completely gives you a different picture. And when you don't, and when I okay, so I, maybe I it's not just that. referring to just the sport yeah. coat. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, just a, it's it's just. I think it's yeah, presenting. Your yeah. your presence is worth yeah. a thousand words. Yeah, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, how you present yourself. Yes, yeah. not your presence. I mean, I have my presence is worth a thousand words. Uh, I do have to say, one of my teachers from uh, junior high, first day wore a tie, and he goes, first impressions are everything. That's why I will wear a tie this first day. You won't see me wear a tie the rest of the time. And it's because that's how, when you meet someone, that's how you see them from that see, point on. See, I, like I would you, agree, but I wouldn't give it all on, I wouldn't say first impressions is, is everything I, again feel it out it depends on the situation but when it comes down to it like i would say that you have two to three times to make an image for yourself yeah to set a baseline yep that's only if you're if you're gonna see them multiple times afterwards we all know we judge everybody by first fucking impressions yeah absolutely but you know someone that my first i got how i got my job i had painting my hair and I was in gym shorts and a Superman t-shirt buying a toaster from me Buy, yeah buying a toaster from you uh, like that's how I got hired it's not necessarily all about first impressions physically it could also be a mental first impression well agreed but I'm just saying you know you do gauge everybody off of hey, first well. impressions also we were really desperate at the time were you? <laughs> a little bit yeah well <laughs> I Love I'm you, still here. I love you, Gage. I'm glad. I'm glad you got hired. I'm glad I gave yeah. gave the okay. Register for it. one. Yep. Yeah. It was there. There was a sparkle in your eye. And I knew it was meant to be. So this is another deep one that I think we all will really like, especially you, Gage. Number twenty. Try writing your own eulogy. Never stop revising. That's really good. I feel like. Could you imagine writing your own eulogy for somebody else to read at your funeral? I don't live a life in which I would write my own eulogy. Yeah, but that's where the revising comes in. I revise it with my interactions with people every single day. Okay, well, you're wrong, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut up, Gage. So what about you, Brad? Absolutely, because it gives you a chance to reflect on your life. Yeah. I think that's the main point that it's giving. Yeah. It's reflecting back on your life, everything that's happened to you and everything you've done. So, so it's all, it's all writing about... your eulogy just kind of helps you re-remember those experiences. Yeah, but that's how I live. Again, different experiences in life. You know, it's like I had a not so great time on deployment. And, you know, so I've already had that life flash before your eyes kind of moment. So for me, that ever since then, that's how I've lived my life. You know, I, I see my life in uh, what every interaction means to me, what it means to other people, and and what it could do in the future for those people. So I think it just again, but it, it doesn't just, hurt to look back on it. And no, that's absolutely, what he's yeah. I I look back on I my one of my key things with how I was raised in elementary school and middle school and high school in the military and. Now living here in college is 
I never forgot where I came from. You know, it's like I Alabama. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Gage. That was insensitive of you. He he was going deep. Okay, oh. go ahead, Gage. Don't let the small man hurt you. Mm. How tall is your dog? <laughs> almost, almost taller than Brad. <laughs> um, but uh, it just kind of comes down to that. You know, it's like I. I revise what I do with any human interaction. I want to make it a learning experience so that I can be nothing but better in the future. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's like I just, you know, in middle school, I was I was short and I was fat and I had Justin Bieber hair before Justin Bieber <gasps> even thought about having the hair. We need pictures. Um, there's no picture evidence. And I, I, lie. I yeah, sang, his mom alone should. Have I sang a in chorus and I played the violin just because <gasps> I didn't want to do PE. You know, it's like, and I, I was totally obsessed with anime back then and whatnot. I still love it now, but I've never forgotten where I've come from. You know, it's like I may now be what I am now. Would you say never say never? Is it is it too late to say I'm sorry? <laughs> okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ceiling titty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's just kind of one of those things. You take every day as a learning experience and move forward with that. So every day I reflect on my life. Yeah, I see it. I see both. I see both. Yeah. Here's well, I'm glad you agree with me, Gage. Thank you. Here's <laughs> here's the question. Should we try writing our, eul- our eulogy for the next podcast that we do together? Oh my mm-hmm. God. All right. Or Absolutely. Or... Twist it up and write each other's. <laughs> because Yeah, let's do that. Because between all three of us, we only have two years of friendship. So it's a little bit tougher, but... Team up. Yeah. So so two people... Maybe write to your left or to your right. Well, and, no, it's like or do we both. Yeah. write his. We write yours. Oh, okay. Y'all write mine. We'll, we'll work it out. Yeah. This could be... We'll do both. So much fun. You write your own plus write team up to write the others all right yeah and we could do it over two different episodes yeah i like that okay that's a good yeah. idea uh hey karen mark that on the book thank you karen all right now don't I, call the manager damn it <laughs> damn it we, karen. we are the managers <laughs> now before i go into this next one i want to just say gage thank you for your service and i'm i'm hey hey look me in the eye okay <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your service. I'm so glad uh, I could be your friend because you don't have many. Yeah. Thanks, man. Sorry my beer distracted me. Yeah. Water. Yeah, exactly. So, number 21. Think a veteran, then make it up to him. See, this is is funny because there's like the biggest ongoing joke in every branch. I don't care what service you're in. Like, one of my best friends here, he's in the Army. I was in the Marines. And the biggest joke is, like, thanking each other for your service. Because for us, it's significantly different. You know, it's our job. At that point, you know, we're getting paid. We have a place to live. We're getting three squares a day. Except on the weekend that we only get two, which makes no sense. But uh, for us, it's just our job. And, I mean, we get kind of what we're doing. You know, but when it comes down to it, it's just you're doing it for the brother and sister you're serving on your left and right. So you just kind of when someone randomly says, you know, they find out you're in the military, you're like, oh, thank you for your service. You're like, 
yeah, you're welcome, thank you, kind of shake their hand and, and move along, or they'll buy you something, lunch. a beer or a breakfast or something like that, which happens not as much as you'd think. I mean, it's maybe happened five years, five times in the past six years. But so it's kind of just like that little joke between us, you know, as service member to service member. It's just like, oh, yeah, man, we get all, like, enthusiastic about it and, like, over-exaggerating, shaking each other's hand and thanking each other for our service. Um, but, I, you know, I think when it comes down to it, I think it's a good rule. Yeah. yeah. Just because, I mean, it's it reminds you as a service member that, like, you're still kind of on that yeah level of standard, I, mean, I, I mean, guess. Look at the, like... Vietnam vets. They got, yeah, you know, completely mistreated. mistreated. And that's, and f- again, that's something I have a very different view on because been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is, and yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I think that's a good rule. It's kind of a funny rule to me, but I still think it's a good one to yeah, abide it's, by. It's out of your perspective. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, number 22. Now, keep in mind, this is, like, a rule for a son. I'm going to go back a rule real quick. Oh, okay. If it's, like, Veterans Day or anything like that, don't buy a veteran anything because they get it for free anyways. Don't spend your money. If you're thinking them on Veterans Day, it's almost half-assed insincere <clears throat> as far as I see it. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, you have a plethora of places. I could go breakfast, lunch, and dinner and, like, 12 places in between each meal and get free food all of Veterans Day. By the way, you don't have to pay for... Like, it's nice if you pay for a, a vet's lunch. But even sitting down and having a conversation with the with them is... That can go left or right. It, it could, but Because I mean, some people will talk about it and other people won't. Well, no, just... Like, if, if a vet is sitting alone at, like, Denny's, go up and maybe strike up a conversation or just be like, thank you for your service and... Strike then, up a normal conversation. Yeah, strike up a normal, <laughs> normal conversation. Yeah. Most, most vets don't want to talk about... Don't be like, dude, you're in the military? Have wow. you killed anybody? Hey, I Were love you your deployed? hat. What, it, Saigon was whack, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next thing you know, they go, go, where can I get one of those? And they drive you to the recruit station. Yeah, right. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. It's okay. Thank you for your service, though. Number 22, now keep in mind, this is a father to son, okay? So assume the son is a kid. Eat lunch with the new kid. I like that. Kind of helps bring the new kid in, be friendly. I mean, Brad, you probably don't like this because you don't like people, but, you know. <laughs> like, um, no, yeah, that's a, that's a good rule. I, I think that there's always power in numbers. Yes, so I don't. I, I think that you should bring that new kid in with numbers. That's not. I uh, don't. I'm not saying it's it's not okay to go and sit by the new kid by yourself, get to know him or whatever. But like, bring a couple. Bring people. your friends, so that he has more than just you to cling to. Yeah. Or she. You know. I mean, give give them options. Give give them the diversity of that your friend group offers because every friend group does have that diversity. And ultimately, when you lose your friends to the new person, then you're alone. And just hope that <laughs> the new kids think you're newer so that they sit with you. They, they already forgot about you. Yeah. Wow. Blowing my mind, Gage. <laughs> All right. Number 23. After writing an angry email, read it carefully, then delete it. It's funny they said email. Um, I think you should write it. Handwrite it. Okay. 
Yeah. That's a lost art right there. Good, sir. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, but I just think uh, you can you can get more... Out of physically doing something? Emotion? Yeah. Into, like, if you're writing someone an angry letter, obviously there's a lot of emotion built up there. Nothing's... And when you can scribble harder on a certain letter or word or whatever and really just... Yeah, nothing's, nothing's better than when writing an angry letter, the tip of the pencil breaks. Because it makes you even angrier. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we use fucking pens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't want to get like mad at your l- laptop and like accidentally punch the screen in on your $1,200 MacBook. Yeah. You know, pen and paper. It's just the way to go on that. You can't accidentally But do you sit- crumple up and throw it away afterwards? You well, yeah, that doesn't matter. Put it in your trash can. You're unless you're writing to your roommate, then like put it out in the dumpster. But you can't accidentally send a handwritten letter. I feel like this is a bad like sitcom that's going to happen. Like you write an angry letter, they find it. Even though you <laughs> <laughs> even, obviously burn it. Uh, even though you burn it, they still find it somehow. Like it's just it's a shitty sitcom. Yeah, who I knows? feel like if things are bad enough, you're happening to write a letter. Or I think, an email, maybe you should maybe think about it, but actually talk to them. Yeah. But see, you gotta think though. I mean, this kind of just, this kind of is just a modern way to revert to like writing in a diary, which is a dying thing. No one really does anymore that at least we know of, you know? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. But okay. it's just, I think the other thing is, it's just like, give it that second thought so you're not doing something you regret later, well, yeah. which I'm fine with that. Sleep on what you're going to say, but if it's that dire need, talk to them. Yeah. Don't just fucking throw it away and then... Wait till the next time they piss you off, and then do it again until not, you get to I'm the not, point of I'm not disagreeing you have with a you. Book, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I but, do have a book, but also, oh, okay, like a burned <laughs> book from Mean Girls. I do have to say, Gage, I have read your diary, and what you say about me isn't true. I do love you. <laughs> now, okay, now my opinion on this is, I think it's fine to write a letter or to type an email and type an email in Microsoft Word. Not in your actual, actual email. email. That's a great idea. But and then delete it as as a way of of like getting it all out. And so you're you you're more centered on what you're gonna say to that person. Then go talk to the person. I, I think that's the best way because I constantly think of what I'm gonna say to a person if I have a problem with them, and then I go do that problem. I don't, I'm fine with that. I don't. What I'm saying is, I agree with that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, just don't let it keep building and building and keep yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, forgetting yeah. and throwing Until it you away. explode and shoot up work, which is what a lot of people do. Yeah. Um. But when it comes down to it, like just writing it down, I think is kind of <laughs> is kind of that way of like the airing your grievances. From, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just that way of airing them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh. So the next one, number twenty-four. Ask your mom to play. She won't let you win. It's kind of weird. It is but weird. But I'm only coming from that because I destroy my mom in any time we play checkers. I've never beat my and mom at Clue. And she taught me everything. <laughs> at Clue? Yeah. She always wins. But then again... Do you know was... who the ultimate winner at Clue is? Huh. Your father. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Water time. That hurt a little. No, I've never beat my mom at Clue. And that's because... Uh, I mean, mainly because she played us when I was like 10. And I didn't know what was going on. I was just excited to see pretty pictures and to be Professor Plum. <laughs> maybe maybe it means, like, ask her to, like, hang out 
but don't expect her to go easy on you kind of thing. Like, I, I always invite I my mom to game I do think that flies nights. in the face of what people do now. Yeah. I feel like we have helicopter parents where they just hover oh. and protect their goddamn kids, and they let them win at everything and think they're special little snowflakes. I think it's important to fucking bring those little fuckers down yeah. and show them that they're not the best all the time. Yeah, like my father. Oh. It's only funny when we do it. Yeah, I know. I can't. It's the pity train. I can't really. It's get really on funny that. that you brought up the hovering parents thing. Um, a coworker and I were talking about that today, and uh, we were talking about like parent orientation at colleges. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a parent that came in today, and she was like, "Fuck that shit! I'm not going. I'm dropping my son off in college and giving him the boot. Like, have fun. See you in a couple of years. Good luck. Don't die." But it's like, it's just, they have those kind of things for those hovering parents. They yeah. have specifically catered to those people. All right. Now, 25, you'll especially like Brad. Manners maketh the man. Seriously? Is that seriously what it it's says? Seriously what it is. Number 25. Fucking my man, Radon Wrecker. All right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for, for those of you who don't know, in the movie Kingsman... Uh, King... Kings <laughs> Kingsman in the movie Kingsman 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 you say in the movie I'll say Kingsman okay. and then okay. you... ready in the movie Kingsman Kingsman because <laughs> I say it fine in the movie Kingsman uh, Colin Firth says that line before he wrecks shop in a pub and it's amazing manners make it the man I agree with this 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Now, Brad, as a person who doesn't have any manners. <laughs> wow. Okay, you you know the story of like when we go to like Jack in the Box, right? And and even today when we got Jack in the Box, uh, the person was like, thank you, see ya at the window. He, did, he didn't say thank you. Just drove away. He yeah. just he drove away. We went to the gas station and the guy goes, hey, how's it going? And, and Brad just goes, hey. You do realize I go into that gas station every fucking day. Doesn't yeah. matter. Make that guy's good. How day. about yourself? You literally work in retail. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Why do you me? think I hate this shit? <laughs> Anti-humanitarian, loving ass, Brad. Bitch, bitch ass. Name's Brad. Have an ass. <laughs> come, come now. It's okay. It's okay. wearing your hat backwards, ass. I'm going to drop your fucking candy ass, all right? (laughs) Wait till we get a video camera up. If this gets popular enough, Brad and I are fighting. I can't wait for you, Randy Orton, TKO Brad. I get get plenty of water and he gets all the Mountain Dew he wants. God, I really want John Cena's copyright. Sorry. But yeah, that would be great. So manners maketh man. Absolutely. 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 And woman. It's Manners like the gold maketh the human. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Gage, good job. <laughs> my lip pulled away. <laughs> yeah, I know, I saw it. It cracked. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, okay, number 26. Give credit, take the blame. I actually kind of live by that. I was going to say, this is your life motto. Yeah, that's that's mine. Is I, Except for, yeah, I give credit and I always take the blame because I always want others to succeed and if if i tell somebody to do something and it backfires i go blame it on me yeah it's your fault i'll take the heat you know even even if it's not it's time my to fault. get out of the kitchen yeah so what do you guys brad you kind of have a dis 
disconcerting look. I give credit, take the blame. This is one of those that I think you have to completely fill it out. Okay. For like man, it's kind of like the, to the last one. It's that manners thing to do this, but at the same time, you can't let people walk over you. Yeah. So if you're like in a work situation, take credit for the work that you did, right? Mm-hmm. Don't let people walk over you and just take the blame and just get shit on your entire life for mm-hmm. shit you didn't do. So yeah, I think you no, really have to kind of like fill out the situation. If if it's about like a group of friends in that, tell out a friend and and take the blame for them, you know, type of a thing. It's not well, that big yeah. of a deal, but don't let people walk all over you just for the sake of it. Yeah. Like it's okay to take the credit. Yeah. To advance yourself. But, exactly. But also it's okay to give other people credit. Like I do it all the time. Share the Take wealth. credit, but be humble. Be, yeah. Be kind and humble. Be, yeah. ki- be kind. Rewind videos all the time. Or be humble and kind. And rewind? Depending on how. Yeah. Okay. Be kind and humble. Rewind. <laughs> be humble and kind. Because <gasps> that's what it would be. Dude. Actually, it would be like, if I could pronounce those words backwards verbatim right now, it would have been a, you, an amazing cut in, but. You may summon Satan. <laughs> all right next one number 27 stand up to bullies protect those bullied yes yeah absolutely yeah i mean gage as a person who has fought or have fought, s- fought america's bullies yeah ha- that has served you do you you stand up to people yeah, all the time I mean, to well, help out because well, you're a nice person we're all in this together and I think that's one of the... High school musical. We're all in this together. Um, da, 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 I don't remember the worst words, but I can still okay. like slightly remember the dance moves, but we're not going to go over that. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was in it. Um, but it's like, that's one of those things that I did, I realized through the service is that we're all in this shitty round globe of fucking rock together i love that line from high school musical too yeah right yeah Yeah. it's real really just grounding yeah um but uh especially when zach efron cussed in high school musical too or when he murdered all those women Hmm? (laughs) oh because of the ted bundy come on yeah i haven't seen that yet (laughs) you so, here's you the track. We're over here. Okay. <laughs> I need you to detour oh, back to the track. Have you, have you seen it? No. Neither of you have seen it? I, it's on my list. And you guys both have Netflix. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> both of you. It is an amazing film. I, I'm i extra disappointed in you. I, it's on my list. It's, okay. All right. Whatever. Okay. All right. But going towards the track again. We're all in this shit together. You know, it's like, and I'm not necessarily saying protect the weak because you're strong. Yeah. Let natural selection take its way sometimes. Uh, Take some safety stickers off of a transformer. See what happens. But Car seats. When it comes down to it, it's like, there's always going to be stronger and weaker chains in the link that is your life. And when it comes down to it, Every chain is as strong as the weakest link. Would you say every chain begins with K? No. Every Only my ex fiance's middle name started with K, and we know how that all ended up. No, we don't. That's a whole other future story time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you gotta you gotta protect your not as strong friends because, but you also have to rise them up. 
Don't just protect them. Teach them. Make them stronger. Yeah. Good. I think that's basically what he means anyway, so yeah. All right. Thank you for that deliberation there, Brett. <laughs> you hate me. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Do as Captain America would do. <gasps> and let his best friend get smoked? <laughs> oh. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> that hurts me. Oh. I'm having... I'm having flashbacks right now. <laughs> you triggered. <laughs> You're triggered. Can I'm I, triggered. Can I speak to your manager? <laughs> I swear to God, Brad and Mike just grew pixie cuts. Back off, Karen. <laughs> Nobody said manager. Back off. <sighs> you okay? You okay? It's this okay. is hot. It's okay, I'm so hard. All right. Asshole. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a bully, jerk. Uh, okay, number 28. Write down your dreams. I think I think this is one of two ways. Write down the dreams that you've dreamt while you're asleep and also write down what you hope to accomplish. Well, I, I think th- that's what he means. I think it's the latter. Of the I think it is a latter. That's the, the first is coming from you as a writer. Yeah, and also... And your dreams. And also my dreams are... I remember most of my dreams. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's just, and I don't even necessarily think you nec- you really need to write it down, but you do need keep keep it in me. mind. Yeah, envision Remember it. Them. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I think we all agree goals, with that. dreams, same thing. Yeah, uh, number twenty nine. Take time to snuggle your pets. They love you so much and are always happy to see you. I have no pets. That's because you love nothing. Okay. Yep. I don't have pets either, but I got both of you. And I love loving and snuggling. You also guys. love to stroke my the top of my head. No, I, I no. tried to say that one. You wow. touch my wow. head significantly more Jesus than I touch Christ. yours. <laughs> Whatever we know, you're the one that goes skiing. All right. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> in a way, I want to cut this, but in a way, I can't. It's too great. I I tried to save it by saying like petting not petting your head but like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I fucked it up I fucked it up where I was trying not to say what I and then I said it like I just messed up (laughs) you guys are so red right now Oh my gosh! All right, should we, just, the water. should we just move on? Yes. Okay. Number thirty: Be confident and humble at the same time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's simple enough said. Yeah. yeah. It's generic, but accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number thirty-one: If ever in doubt, remember whose son you are and refuse to just be ordinary. I feel like that kind of goes back to the put your put like. Hold your heroes to a higher expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Will you please remember whose son you are? (laughs) As Brad looks me dead in the eye and says that. You know what? You know what? I was, when you said that, you know what? What if it's Thanos? What if you're the son that killed your hero? Except for he doesn't die. Isn't the thing. Uh, 
Okay, hold, hold on. Spoiler. Uh, what? Keen? 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 Aluminum foil. <laughs> um, when you said that to me, Brad, you know what I I, uh, I imagined? I re- I imagined the clouds coming together to form uh, uh, Mufasa. <laughs> and, and he just goes, remember who you are. <laughs> And like, but like in a Monty Python kind of way, <laughs> yeah, like a cutout mouth. <laughs> Remember who you are. Yeah, yeah. I I do agree with refuse to be ordinary. Just I wouldn't say unique because I I, I heard a quote. We're all unique. I heard a qu- quote uh, recently that says, uh, like a person goes, "You're unique," and it's just uh, the person was like, "That's just an- another word for being lonely." Or being alone is to be unique because you're in Again, your own that's class. Like a fucking dumb way to look at it. Mm-hmm. So it was from the trailer of Hannah, a uh, Amazon Prime show that you don't have. Damn. Moving Any, on. Anywho, last Any one. Hoosie. Anyways, anyway, number thirty-two. <laughs> in all things, lead by example, not explanation. That's kind of a little bit of a letdown for the last one. Well, Absolutely. I feel like, what was it, 11 should have been 32. <laughs> uh, don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone <laughs> But uh But, I mean, it's still, it's not bad. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, lead by example, basically, instead of just talking about it. Yeah. I yeah. think it's... Action speak louder, louder than, than words. words. I think it's a nice closer, though, where it's like... Simple. Y- you, you lead... You, you read all the rules before, and you don't want to wait to 32 to read. I mean, even though it's a good one, you don't want to read 32 as the 11th one, you know. That's the... kind of true. Maybe it could have been a, a little bit more intentional. Yeah, but I just think... like a summarizing rule. Yeah, but like, take I don't know. Your I would have accepted Manners Maketh the Man as 32. I That, that would have been, been pretty, pretty awesome. That would have been a baller move by Radon Wrecker. All right, RR, you fucking up, man. Yeah, he's no George. <clears throat> As a fellow RR, but you're not. I don't like my first name. I go by my middle and last RR. Get out of my face. My initials are Gur. Just so you know, G R R. Okay, don't need to be ferocious about it. Gur. So, don't when I was ass. younger, I thought about. Um, children's names and then my initials are Gur. and then if i ever had a daughter i've always loved the name riley for a girl okay and i would want to name her riley annabelle Roden, and her initials would be rar <laughs> and her dad's are Gur. i think it's fucking adorable that, that is pretty adorable but uh to each their own i guess yeah <clears throat> yeah well i honestly Solid list. Yeah. I think it's a good list. I think everybody should live up to said list. Or at least interpret it in your own way. Yeah. But having some sort of written moral compass, if you will. Something like, just as much as you're going to write your dreams down, have a written right and wrong. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what the general theme of the list was. That was that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Especially with him raising his son that way. Like, mm-hmm. like this... This is what you should do. Like, I recently heard a story about this 
man, his wife cooks him a meal every day. And so this man cleans the kitchen afterwards. Yeah. Because she provides him food. And so he cleans it. And recently he's starting to have his son help clean the kitchen to raise him in that way to, you know, she cooks you a meal, you clean the kitchen. That's kind of like, that's that's a lot. Give and take. Yeah, that's kind of a lot how I was raised in the same manner. And it's like. And G and I, we try to do the same thing. I mean, it's not always perfect system, but yeah, you know, uh, you know, if she cooks, I clean. If I cook, she tries to clean. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But we don't hold it against each other. But it, it is a good <clears throat> trade-off system because that's all any relationship is. What what the guy said afterwards was a relationship isn't fifty-fifty. It's a hundred percent on both ends. And I agree. Damn. Yeah. It's it's a nice way to why is he is, why is he I don't know you know it was probably how he was raised, um, but anywho. I didn't know I didn't know your ears also mispronounced words. <laughs> uh, no, I would say that she she understands the con the concept of time. <laughs> am I am I drunk or are you, if, Brad? Did he? I say feel like I'm drunk too at that point. All right, cool. Oh it's not God. just me. No, I feel like a jaguar could easily take on a flamingo. <laughs> yeah, me too. But how about a pack of flamingos taking on a jaguar? No, I just I don't cross think streams. I don't. Future episode. Oh, oh. It's right. like foreshadowing. <sighs> Anyways, future bridge. <laughs> future bridge. <laughs> what? <sighs> Anywho, I think we should close off this podcast with our pick of the week yeah as always who wants to go first why don't you go mike okay my pick of the week is going to be a comic book it's a very good comic book it's by it's called invincible it's by robert kirkman who wrote uh the walking dead series and also outcast in georgia uh, Walking Dead was in Georgia, not Alabama. Get yeah, the fuck out of my yeah, face. it was in Atlanta. <laughs> Easy, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I, I we're saying the same thing. Fun fact: Did you know there's an hmm. app that you can download on your cell phone called Where's Alabama? <laughs> no, but it will take you on a toured guide all over the state of Georgia for The Walking Dead. Oh, that's cool. It'll take you to scenes and different places that the movie or TV series was filmed. Hmm. To like iconic areas. I didn't know that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. That's not my pick of the week, though. Okay. Anywho, it's also... uh, So, Robert Kirkman writes it. uh, Ryan Otley draws it. And the artwork is phenomenal. The, uh, The writing is so freaking good. And there's a lot of twists and turns in the the series. I don't remember how many uh, single issues, but I have like twelve thick graphic novels of, of them, where it's it's easily like three hundred to four hundred pages. I have twelve of them, and he finished the series off right. Uh, there's even a character in there who kind of looks like Freddie Mercury with the mustache. It's pretty sweet. Uh, but basically, it's about a superhero who recently discovers he has powers. Uh, his dad is Omni Man. And he discovers he has powers, the sun. And so he dons a, a superhero suit and goes and fights crime. And like I said, a lot of twists and turns. It's really good. Highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite comic books out there. Uh, about Mark Grayson, who 
goes and discovers he's a superhero and he goes and fights crime. <clears throat> it's pretty sweet. It's a good one. Okay. There's a lot of twists and turns. Like, I want to tell you the twist that you can't do that. really threw me, but it's really good. Don't matter. All right. You good? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, uh, my pick of the week. Something I recently just binged watched the shit out of. Uh, it is going to be a TV series called The Boys. And it's on uh, Amazon Video. You can stream that on uh, your Fire Stick, your laptop, your Xbox, your PlayStation. Not your Switch, though. Because fuck us. But it's basically about corrupt superheroes. Um, and man... Let me tell you, watch the first episode. That's all you need, and your shit will be so fucked up that you can't stop watching until you're done with the first season that's already released. Just corrupt superheroes. Uh, It takes kind of more of that like unmorally and gruesome, gory route. So if you're a big fan of like Deadpool or anything like that, you're you're gonna love it. I promise you that. it's a really good show. I I watched it the first day, uh, but also, I don't know if you know this, it's a comic book. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a comic book by uh, Garth Ennis, who is an amazing writer and artist, and Derek Robertson. And the, I've read a good chunk of the comics. Really good, and it stays both Pretty the show, true to the story. Yeah, there's some, there's some switch up, there's, but always going to be a deviation always. how much further does the comic book series go in comparison to pretty freaking far so like we're like like two seasons farther or like the first book so again they differentiate because like in the first book they are going through like the teen titans kind of group yeah of of the group the startup yeah in the comic book in this they're Versing like the Justice League of people kind of thing. Yeah, but it, they st- it stays true. It, you know, they dig, uh, they get dirt on the superheroes and all that. It's a phenomenal show. It's really just so the superheroes gritty. are super corrupt, corrupt, and they're just downright gritty. And then of course there's this little team that gets formed of just bunch of misfits that you would never see together, and that are just normal humans, and they start fucking shit up and it's crazy I, I don't need to say anymore watch the first episode that's all you need to know and then the rest is history yeah and then read the comics I, yeah, I'd agree with that because I can't yeah it, so in the comics uh, they get superpowers like it, they take like medication to give them the super strength to fight the superheroes in the show they don't gotcha okay so it's not them being normal so hopefully Next season, they do that. They take uh, they take the V. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Watch it. Yeah, Carl Carl Urban is in it. He's great. Billy the Butcher. So, yeah, good show. Oh, hold on, real quick. Little side note. <laughs> Simon Pegg's in it as as Hue- Huey's father in the comics. Huey looks like Simon Pegg. The they drew Huey to look like Simon Pegg. On purpose. But let me just tell you, Huey does not do what Simon says. He's getting up and walking away now. As he should. As he should. More water. All right. All right, Brad. What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is going to be a book. 
uh, by Peter Tirius. Uh, it's called United States of Japan. Um, found this book when I was actually just kind of walking around the a grocery store. store. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it just kind of called out to me. It's actually very interesting once I started to read. The basic premise of it is if World War II ended differently, if uh, Allied uh, forces lost and the Axis forces won. Um, and it's basically starts in about like the 80s or so yeah with the control of um california nevada in control um under japan japanese rule yeah, yeah. It, it makes mention that some parts of the eastern united states are controlled by uh the nazis but it doesn't even go into that part it's all focused on the japanese aspect of it yeah um very good book very good yeah, I've, I've been wanting to read that book. Uh, I just haven't gotten around to it since you gave it to me because uh, life happens. But yeah, it would be a really good book. It gives you an interesting twist, but there's also an Amazon show that is kind of similar to that. It's uh, Man in the High Castle, where basically the Germans won and have taken over the world, basically. And I think it's set in New York because there's a lot of pictures of like the Statue of Liberty with... Uh, Nazi paraphernalia on it. That book reminds me of is Man in the High Castle. So, yeah, yeah, it's literally made as the successor to that. <laughs> is there? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, all right. Well, good podcast, uh, Brad. Oh, sorry, I don't want to be the host. Go ahead, Gage. Well, Brad, anything left to say? No, I think that's about no? it. Yeah, Gage, anything left to say? In my gauge, you are now. Yeah, I'm the host. Yeah, aren't you gauge though? Oh, I get. It. I was just impersonating. Yeah, I thought you were gonna go. Brad, anything left to say? And then you go, Mike, anything left to say? And before I could say something, you just go, All right, nobody has anything to say. No, I'm not. I'm not. You want to retake that? Sure. Okay, go for it. Start with him. Brad, anything else to say? No, I think I'm good. Mike, anything else to say? Uh, all yeah. right, that's all we have for today. And I think that's going to wrap it up. Gentlemen, see you guys later. Peace out. Deuces.